It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to Talking Football with Ray, and believe it or not, my name is Ray, and I'm going to be the one talking football with you. Before we cut to the show, you need to remember that we are talking about a kid's game that's played by grown men. So sit back, relax, don't take yourself too serious, and let's have a little bit of fun in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Zero! What's going on? Welcome to Talking Football with Ray. My name is Ray. And that means I'm the one who's going to be talking about football with you people. It's finally Friday. And it's also December 3rd, 2021. Tonight, I'm joined by the members of the Ray Route Patreon page. And I will be joined by the Patreon members every Friday night. I'm not sure how many subjects we're going to get to in the next half hour. I'm not even sure what we're going to talk about. But I know we'll definitely be talking about those Patriots versus the Bills on Monday Night Football. We're going to hang out. We're going to be talking football. Thank you for tuning in to Talking Football with Ray. But before we get started, I need you to hear about our sponsors over at Newsbreak. And when we get back from the ad, well... We'll get to the show. Over 1 billion users have downloaded the free Newsbreak app, getting access to all of their local news and content provided by Newsbreak. However, not only is Newsbreak a sponsor of my channel, they're also my bosses. I have been marked as a top contributor for Newsbreak covering the entire NFL. So what are you waiting for? Download the Newsbreak app from the link that I've left in the description, and it directly supports my channel. If you want transparency, I'll give you transparency. Every time somebody downloads the Newsbreak app from the link, it directly puts money in my pocket so download the app get unlimited free access to all of your local news and all of my nfl content for free while also supporting the channel it's a win-win for everybody so please take 30 seconds and download the Newsbreak app from the link that i've left in the description and look what we got here we're back live on Talk oh there Football we go with ray we're live on twitter we're live on youtube and of course you can find all of my content all over the internet find me on youtube twitter newsbreak patreon and all of the podcast networks anchor spotify apple podcast and of course you can find the podcast and my blogs over at deanblundell.com make sure you come check out the exclusive content on the ray route patreon page and you can be a part of this show www.patreon.com slash dpn sports links are in the threads and descriptions no matter how you're watching or listening to the show make sure you hit the like button and if you haven't done it yet follow me on twitter subscribe on youtube follow on the podcast and i am joined by a lot of people i'm joined by my tuesday night co-host lawrence owen give a wave i'm joined by my wednesday night co-host mario I'm joined by Mike, who's cameraless. So, Mike, just pretend you're waving. <laughs> I'm waving right here, right now. On our Thursday night, I'm joined by our Thursday night guest co-host. We had Ross, who's just showing up the pictures. <laughs> and then our two Patreon members, my man Thomas and my man Matt. Gentlemen, 
hope everybody is doing well. So where do you guys want to start? Okay, and I'm not asking Mario or Lawrence. I'm asking the Patreon members. You guys where know where I want to start. Hold on, hold on. Do you want to start with Mario <laughs> predicting that the Patriots are going to go six and eleven, or do you want to start? <laughs> or do you want to start with Lawrence? That well doesn't go dry, does it? No. Or do you want to start with Lawrence basically saying the Colts are going to run the next five games, which includes the New England Patriots, because nobody fears he fears nobody on the schedule. Including New England. So do you want to start with six and eleven? Or do you want to start with the the Colts are gonna roll the Patriots? Uh Thomas, I'll let you start. Where do you want to start? You want to start six and eleven or you want to start with the Colts rolling the Patriots? Oh, I wanna have the Colts. Oh, he wants to go after the Colts. Mario gets a little bit First of reprieve. Off, Ray is a little, <laughs> is, is kind of pushing uh the words a little bit. I said the Patriots would be the Colts' toughest team that they face on their schedule. By the way, I bookmarked that tweet. I don't care if you lose any other game, I'm not gonna rub it in your face. But if the one loss comes to the Patriots, <laughs> that tweet is it's gonna bookmarked. be the Colts. Ask ask Mario, I don't forget anything. I forget you are nothing. an elephant. You are an elephant. All right. Are, so, are you, you going to retweet it if it if it comes true? No. <laughs> I'm going to delete this broadcast. <laughs> All right. Who wants to start? Who wants to go at Lawrence first? Thomas, you picked the subject, so why don't you tell him why the Patriots – like, ask him some questions. Ask him some questions about why he thinks the Colts are just going to run all over the Patriots. Okay. Uh, um, I just leave Jonathan Taylor – out of the game, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Now, now, Lawrence, tell me something. Tell me something, Lawrence. Are you nervous though? Because I, I just want to give you a little, a little bit of history over the last six weeks. Okay, the Patriots played the Jets and they knocked out Zach Wilson. The Patriots then played, I think, Carolina, and they knocked out oh, Sam Darnold. You. <laughs> the Patriots then played the Browns and Nick Chubb was hurt and couldn't play the game. The Patriots then played, who'd we play after the Browns? Oh, Atlanta and um, both Cordero Patterson wasn't available. And uh, who's the receiver that's, that's working on his mental health right now. Uh, right. Ri- ri- oh, it's just, anyways, their top receiver was out, right? Calvin Ridley. Yeah. Calvin Ridley. Yeah. Then they yep. got to play. Then they got to go up against the the Titans, and AJ Brown goes on the IR, right? And then a week before they got to play the Buffalo Bills, Tre'Davious <laughs> White goes down. There's a bit of a curse to playing the Patriots. Are you nervous going into this game this week because you got the Patriots next on the docket? Are you? Are you? No, are you because rumbling? unlike un, unlike all the other teams, the Patriots and the Colts have a bye week before they they face each other. Oh, are you nervous? That also. <laughs> I know I don't want to talk. About, I was going to make a joke, but I don't want to talk about injuries. I don't want to talk about injuries. <laughs> I, I'd rather no, no, that's back. Nobody on either no, team no, no. wants any of their players hurt. So no, never. <laughs> but there is a bit of a there is a bit of a curse about playing the Patriots right now, whether it's in game or before the game. I mean, major or stars, the game. major. So players. I mean, we are talking about Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Is it injury gate? <laughs> <laughs> take away the first round pick take away the first round pick <laughs> well, Jonathan Taylor basically sits uh, till we play the Colts in the room uh, with nothing where he can hurt himself he is not allowed to go out and everything else right 
Well, I heard rumors today that Frank Reich showed up to the stadium with all this bubble wrap. I'm not sure what he was doing with it, but it could be a tape. <laughs> <laughs> so I got I got blocked by a, a Buffalo fan today. What? No. What? No. And no. No. Mario, I gotta ask you Harry. why your why your fan base is so soft. Okay. Oh Which, my. God. No. no. <laughs> can no. I read? Can I? But hold on. Can I read you what got me blocked? Is your maiden name Ray Wright? No, no. Can I? Don't Hate ever. Name. Don't you ever, ever, ever. Hey, you, you all are throwing darts at the mafia, man. What do you want me to do? You have. You've all had to deal with Nick Wright for a year and a half. We had that oh. motherfucker for five years. So don't ever, ever, oh. ever. Hey, we had to live with Steve Grogan. Okay. No, no, no. no. But Nick Wright. Come listen, on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. There, there Nick Wright is... is the most pompous piece of dog <laughs> shit i don't know any any fan base that likes nick right except for maybe tampa right now no but that's what i'm saying or i don't know if his family Chiefs, base right? likes him <laughs> <laughs> but this is what i'm saying like this this is what i'm saying like it, it's this is the only like Bills fans and Patriot fans are like united over Nick Wright because we've all had to deal with his utter. You could, you could, you could, you could BS. put Colts fans in that same situation. All right, he just he's disrespect you guys too. Oh, all the time. All he the does time. those tears. Did, every did he compare? Week. Did he compare <laughs> your rookie? Fail every did he time. did he say that your rookie quarterback was going to be Joe Flacco at best? At best, that was going to be his peak. Oh, I, I'm pretty sure he said a lot worse about Carson Wentz. I just know okay. that <laughs> Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl, so like I don't even. But anyway, oh, that wasn't with the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I'm trying to find the tweet that got me blocked here. Maybe I. The way Zach it. Wilson's playing, they oh. might be their starter next year. You never so, know. So <laughs> this dude. <Yikes>. So, <laughs> So Sal Capuccio put out um, put out Mac Jones's passing chart, right? And yeah. obviously a lot of checkdowns. Good old Sal, the, man. On, good on the chart, yep. right? This guy Kevin Masseray, Masari, Masari yep. quote quote tweets it and says, "Check down Jones." I write, "Checking down to the top of the AFC East." So what's your point, Kevin? That's what got that. me. That's that. what got me blocked. I saw that tweet. <laughs> that's what got me blocked. That, that's a pretty soft block right there. I know pretty, it is. Uh, a soft block. No, yeah, that's... Uh, you know, I I have had um, I have had a few uh, run-ins with Mr. Masari. Yeah. So there are people, even in the Buffalo fan base, that have rubbed shoulders with him. Uh, unfortunately, and in, in that respect, and I've gone at him a couple times. So uh, he does not represent the entire fan base. Let me just say, <laughs> most, most honestly, most. Of, now, and I have to explain this really quick to you guys because I think it gets skewed a little bit. I went to school in Massachusetts for a year. I when when Montana retired, he was all, my all time favorite quarterback. I gravitated toward Drew Bledsoe, so I know a lot about the Patriots. What? I mean, I fucking hate Mo Lewis. Okay, he just knocked Bledsoe <laughs> out of that game, and then you know the rest is TV twelve. But my point was, I, you know, I liked I liked the Patriots. They weren't my team, but I liked them because of Bledsoe. You know, he was very unique. You know, he was a great quarterback and this and that. It's not the New England Patriot fan base that I ever had a problem with. It's the Buffalo fan base that grew up 10 minutes from Orchard Park 
that are like, let me championship you win, fucker. I'm like, you're 20. Shut up. Like, what's going on here? So that's the fan base that I always would have trouble with. But like, as far as Paul and I over on hashtag, like we 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 try to remain as neutral as possible. But as far as Paul, he can't. He, you know, and it's it's certain people that he he doesn't like. He doesn't hate the whole fan base as a whole. He's, there's certain people he really cannot stand. Well, this hey, Mario, crowd, Mario, this Mario, crowd oh, oh. hold on, on this crowd right here can confirm which fan base do I fucking absolutely despise? The Patriots, most? Patriots, Patriots. Seriously, we are the worst. <laughs> we are the worst to deal with in so yeah. many factions. Do, but Mario, what? oh sorry, the true fans. The Rosses, the Thomases, the Mats, the the Nick or the Mike. Sorry, sorry, Mike. I'm cool. I can show it when when this fucking team wins seven games, and they're on every show, and they're here every night, and they're commenting. Even if they're bitching and complaining, they're they're just still like, <laughs> fuck it. And we win our first game after a six game losing skid, and they're like, yeah, we finally won, and they celebrate. I'm cool with that. It's. Page and you know what? What irks me more? We talked about this last night because Ross actually gave a big shout out to Bills fans because he like he lived through the seventies and eighties Patriots, eighties and nineties, eighties and nineties, Corey, nineties, So he 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 empathizes with and, he, and we we actually we did a, a, a segment a segment last night saying our Bills fans misunderstood and we were actually talking about. Uh, cause they just raised $108,000, uh, for Tredavious White's hometown for a food bank. And we talked about when Lamar Jackson got a concussion and they raised like $60,000 for a charity him. Like they, and they do that every time someone gets hurt, they raise this money. Josh mm-hmm. Allen's grandmother, when she got sick or whatever, they, they, they yep. named a fucking wing after him at a hospital cause so much money came through. Yep. Um, so we're like, are they misunderstood? And we were talking about that. He was like talking about like, you know, I grew up in the eighties. Like I grew up with Steve Grogan. Like I have empathy. For, for you know and a lot of respect for the bills fans because to be a bills fan for the last 20 since since your mid 90s when they were going to super bowls it's it's been tough you got to be loyal and what i said yeah. pissed me off it wasn't paid fans to piss me off it's all of a sudden every patriot fan who became a tampa bay fan and i don't have beef i don't have beef for people who cheered for tom brady to win i mean he's been he was your quarterback for 20 years the yeah. same way i cheered for bledsoe not when he was with Buffalo, but when he got to right. Dallas before when he sucked. But I was hoping that Bledsoe would be good. Mm-hmm. However, it was the guys that were suddenly like everything was Tampa Bay. Like they weren't even Patriot fans. They were Tampa fans. And it pissed me off even more when I would look on their Twitter profile and they'd be from like New Hampshire. Or, you know what I mean? And you'd be like, mother, or, you know, like you'd be like, motherfucker, you're from Mass. You know what yep. I mean? Like, you're, <laughs> like I get list the guy, the guy from Atlanta, Georgia. Who's a Patriots fan? That's a simple bandwagon. You know what I mean? Yep. And yeah, it's yeah. fine. And if he leaves, because I don't think I don't consider you a bandwagon if you I'm from Toronto. If you come to the team, even if they're winning and you stay through a rough time. And it yeah. looked like last year it was gonna be an extended period of rough time. I don't think any of us expected what the Patriots, except for Thomas, expected what the Patriots were gonna do this year. But Everybody who so the guy from Atlanta that's suddenly like, oh fuck, Patriots aren't good anymore. I'm gonna go cheer for Atlanta again and become a Falcons fan because that's who I kind of always half cheered for, anyways. Right? Fine, whatever, leave the bandwagon. But the guys from Mass really irritated me when they became fucking <laughs> Bucks fans. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not sure. Can we you can see we talk a lot about of the people? Oh no, I was go gonna ahead. say you, there are a lot of I just want two two real quick things. One, there are a lot of Brady jerseys in Buffalo, just to be honest with you. I mean, there were. There were. Now they're all Tampa Bay Brady jerseys in Buffalo. But 
you know, although I, I'm just, you know, as Ray was talking about the fan base, you know, there's two there's two different types of fan bases. My manager, when I worked at a hotel in 2007, he was a Patriot fan. He was from Boston. Ramada. He, moved, he, tra- he transplanted here. He uh he was my manager. 2007. You guys remember that year? Mm-hmm. He comes in the day after the Super Bowl. He goes, go ahead, give it to me. I go, what? He goes, go ahead, say what you want to say. I'm like, we were seven and nine. What the fuck am I going to tell you? <laughs> you just you just lost the Super Bowl. Like, I'm not going to say a damn word to you, bro. So it was. It's, there would have been that fan. There's that fan, and then there's ah, ha, ha, David Tyree, <laughs> you dummy. You know that's what it is. That's that's just what it is. There's but the one with the making fun of the Patriots for losing the Super Bowl after going 18 and 0, that is very few and far between in Buffalo. I just want to let you guys from the people that I run into, it's very few and far between. Well, and there's I mean, a, if yeah. anybody there's if there's one fan base who can't talk shit about another team losing a Super Bowl, right? Like I, I mean, yeah. This I mean this in a legit way. I'm not even doing this talking shit. Like it's yeah, yeah. Oh, you lost the Super Bowl. It's like you lost four. Four. You know, they cling to the inner row part though. Yeah. Buffalo fans yeah. will cling to that inner row. In a row. So I mean, it, 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 it's impressive that they even made four Super Bowls in a freaking row. Oh, you know, just, that's just so unbelievable. The, the Patriots, image, oh, Patriots oh, went to four and five, right? And I still know people who whine about us losing to or about the Patriots losing to Denver in the AFC championship game on the missed extra point, right? The Gostowski mixed extra point because that would have tied Buffalo, but the Uh Patriots would have won one in between. So the Buffalo bills got nothing now because it's like, yeah, you went to four in a row. So did we, but we won a championship. Like that was legit. And that's why they want the Patriots win seven. So the Steelers can't say got six anymore. Cause it's like, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) you know, ever since the, the introduction of social media i have i used to hate the new england patriots fan base because from from <laughs> 01 to 05 patriots fans were awful they they had the biggest heads in in in, in all of the nfl and then yep. as i got older and i started realizing social media i realized i have to give them a pass during that time because every team who goes long periods of time without championships and then starts winning, the fan base goes nuts. Well, look at you Kansas know? City. Kansas oh, City's a oh, prime yeah. example. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs yeah. are an example, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, yeah. You know, these, guys the are, these guys are one and two. These guys are one and one in the Super Bowl, and they're talking about dynasties. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you're, you're one year, ring year, dynasty. And then Mahomes is a Hall of Fame player Seattle already. Did the same thing. If he retired today, Mahomes would be Hall of Fame. That's what a lot of Chiefs fans think. Oh, yeah, yeah. After four mm-hmm. seasons, first ballot. Yeah. First ballot, yeah. and, he, first and he's the GOAT. And he'd be the GOAT if he were to oh. go today. <laughs> Actually, I want to go back to Mario for a second. I want you guys to weigh in on this as well because uh, this is something – I can't remember who the hell I covered this with, but I was covering it uh, last week. So did you guys see the Drew Bledsoe interview because it was the anniversary of the Mo Lewis hit or something, something of that nature? Oh, yeah. No, it wasn't the Mo Lewis hit. It was something else. It was 20 years. It was 20 yeah. years. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was November years, something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was October yeah, yeah. or November. Yeah. Like yeah, it was a, it was the 20-year anniversary. And they asked him, like, are you upset with, like, the, the way things went down? And he, he just said no, right? He said, like, I'm not upset with Bray- me and Tommy are friends and blah, blah, blah. He says, the only thing that bothers me, he said, is I've become a footnote in Tom Brady's career where if oh. you look at my stats and you look at my stuff, and then he listed like five names. It was like 
Brett Favre, Vinny Testaverde, and a couple other guys I can't remember. And he's like, those are the only names ever who had more yards than me when I retired. Like, I was number six mm-hmm. in total in, NF, in NFL yards. Yeah, like, now, he, now he's getting buried, yeah. And he's like, I'm just so tired of being a footnote of in Tom Brady's career. Mm. Yep. That's tough. That's unfortunate tough. because I mean, we I mean, first overall pick coming out of Washington, the guy had a very unique release. He was a gunslinger that I still think one of my top five games of all time was him versus Marino in the mud down in Miami. I mean, that was one of the greatest games. So much fun to watch. So much scoring, which probably paved the way for you know Goodell when he finally took over. Going, hey, uh, that's kind of like how I want the NFL to be. You know, let's let's turn it into arena league ball. Let's just <laughs> score like fifty points a game and put some people in the seats. But uh, yeah, that's unfortunate that he's that because I followed his career very closely, and Bledsoe was a heck of a player for so you know he. People forget he led the Patriots to a Super Bowl. Like everyone thought yep. he was just yep. this guy. He did. Mm-hmm. Yep. Bust, you know, I was talking about this the the other night. I was talking about yeah. this same thing with Matt. I was yes, like, you yeah. were. Yes, we were. People, oh, people, God, I wanted people that forget too. that him and Brett Favre. If you put them it. side by side and covered up their faces, you might not notice the difference. Yeah, because they both had so football. many uh, picks. They, yeah, they, but they, you, I remember he had 26, no, I, 20. Yeah, he had a lot of picks, but I'm just saying velocity, yeah. you, you know, the way he, yeah. he got that ball down the field. And Brett Favre gets all this praise. Listen, well, yeah. Green Bay was a great franchise. It's the same thing, too, though, right? It's, let's look at the Patriots fan base, right? Who's responsible for the dynasty? It's all Belichick and Brady. Brady, you know, brought the Patriots to new levels and made them relevant and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, bullshit. Bill Parcells and Drew Bledsoe made the Patriots relevant again. And Ross, you would know better than anybody. Those are the two. And you know what? I used to have beef with Parcells because of the way he left and blah, blah, blah. And don't forget, I was, I grew up in the Bledsoe era. So Parcells was the coach. I knew him as the coach and I hated that whole way. The whole Jets thing rolled down. However, the more I've thought about it and gotten older, I'm like, you have to put him in the Patriots hall of fame because it was him and Bledsoe. Who, because I know that we Patriot fans have basically taken a stance. No, like Parcells is not going in because they vote, right? Fans vote. Like, no, he's not going in the way he left for the Jets. Not, rem- not you know, discounting how Belichick left the Jets to come to us, right? That was okay. But the way Parcells yeah. left is, is awful. But I turn around and say, if not for Bill Parcells and not for Drew Bledsoe, that's the ones who made the New England Patriots relevant again. Brady and Belichick brought it to that next level, obviously, 20 years. But that team was nothing before those two. And then Robert Kraft. And you got to put Robert Kraft in the mix. But it's those three guys who brought the Patriots to relevancy. Yeah. And here's the thing. Like, I lived through a time when the Patriots were a joke, didn't have a stadium. It was all a pretty big joke. Yes. This image that I put up on screen is what I lived through. Number one is why I never have an ego and never truly give shit to Bills fans unless they give me shit first. Number one. Number two this is why I hate the red alternative uniforms. It, literally PTSD from times when we only got one win a season. You know? They're coming back. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mario, one quick thing. How do you feel about Ariel Hawani years ago saying that you picked the wrong Josh and you should have picked Josh Rosen instead of Josh Allen? <laughs> <laughs> I, um, you know what, though? Here's the, here's the craziest part. I, I had my had my doubts. I, you know, we did a pre-draft thing, and I said, I said, I think Rosen would probably be the guy here because 
you know, Dable's coming in. They run the EP system. It's a very controlled-based system, heavily based on the run, really playing solid defense. you got a defensive head coach now. He could take care of the ball. He's more seasoned. I say, I still say that if Darnold would have went to the Bills instead of Allen, the Ooh. Bills would have won more games earlier but would have lost more in the long run. Well, but you would have developed them better. I'll take it another step further than that. Yeah. Three years ago, I was on an AFC's roundtable when I met that Paisan for the first time, and we were over on uh, <laughs> on on a Jets channel. This is good. No, no, but this is true, and you can vouch for this. And this is when Sam Darnold was, you know, supposed to be the guy. And I went on this channel, and I said, after Tom Brady leaves, Josh Allen's going to be the best quarterback in the division. And even you went, eh. you know what I mean? Because Darnold was supposed to be the man. And I said, trust me, guys. I said. Josh Allen is, a, and that's when he kind of looked fucking awkward on the field. And he looked, he was unpolished. You know what I mean? And I said, trust me, world is more polished now. When this kid polishes up, he's going to be the best fucking quarterback in the division. And the Jets fans laughed at me. Mario didn't laugh, but I got a, uh, I don't know. You know what I mean? And <laughs> dude, I will ride this for the rest of my life that I called this because you could just see them. You could see the raw talent. And if they could develop, you know, once he developed, you could see he was going to be phenomenal. That's been their drafting pattern ever since. They try to take the most raw physical specimen at the position and they think they can coach anybody up. I mean, look at who they drafted at Oliver, Tremaine Edmonds. Um, Tredavious hmm. White. Tredavious White was the fourth corner taken off the board. Hmm. And you guys want to talk about this and that in the third. I know another guy who drafts like that. A guy who comes out and, as a rookie, they look awful, and then all of a sudden they turn into Kyle Duggar. Who's God? Uh, guys, did you know? You know I, I was in love with Kyle Duggar. Uh, I'm so go. mad the Bills didn't take him. <laughs> I wanted Kyle Duggar well, so bad. You guys you know remember what, the people you know that said GM? he reached? Do you know what GM? Oh fuck! Every except for this year's draft. Belichick, according to analysts, Patriots fans have reached on every fucking draft pick he's ever taken. And yet he takes guys like Mike on Wienu in the fifth round. Who, by the way, on Wienu, I don't know why he's not playing regularly. Did you know on PFF? I know. He's, he's ranked as the third best tackle in the NFL. And we don't like, play him. Why are Lingering they playing injuries. Isaiah Wynn? Like they're playing Isaiah Wynn instead they're of fucking win. Mike on Wienu. I don't understand I it. He I comes know. in and backs injuries. Is that what it is? Because he's coming in. I know he comes in and swaps out with Trent Trent Brown sometimes, but like it just we can't yeah. look that good on the film yet. So we have to wait till the playoffs to lock down the line. So you speaking know. of Duggar, before this ends on the live stream, has anybody heard? Is he going to clear? Small possibility because it's a Monday night game because he's, he's vaxxed, right? We if he's the unvaxed, only thing I've the only thing I've read. Is he is not confirmed? It is not confirmed whether he is vaccinated or not. Because if he's not vaccinated, he's not playing. He's out for ten. Out yeah, for 10 if he if he's not, he's done. The thing I read is if he is, which is speculation, there is a small chance he plays Monday. So hmm. that's gonna. And be if he doesn't play and we lose, then I'll blame <laughs> that for the rest of eternity. That's why Buffalo beat us. Yeah, exactly. Was out. Kyle <laughs> Although, again, small sigh of relief. Maybe Jamie Collins will play. So I like he's coming off the IR, right? So mm -hmm. yeah. Well, maybe you guys can answer this for me because I've always had this philosophy when I was trying to analyze um Belichick. Belichick to me never thought never felt like he wanted a first round pick because it was always twenty eight or lower. Yep. 
So <laughs> it yeah. seems like to me that Belichick would all would be even happier trading that first for like two thirds to get yeah. volume over. We he's okay. yes. always, always always been yeah. volume. Yep. yep. Right. But volume. value picks because and if you look at his track track record, he does the most damage in the third and fourth round. Oh my like god! That's Amen. Because he can value. And he does well in the fifth and sixth too. Yeah, because he can mm-hmm. evaluate that raw he has six talent. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. Four I'll, fifth I'll, round picks. What the fuck? I'll but hit I mean, on one. I'll get <laughs> one of these. And, 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 but let, let's talk about. Let's thirds. talk about. But let's talk about compensatory. Are the, the Patriots? <laughs> hold on. The, the Patriots. The Patriots' best offensive lineman is their center, David Andrews, undrafted free agent. Right. Okay. Their their star court cornerback, and I think I think we're at the point we can say star cornerback, J.C. Jackson, undrafted free agent. He terrifies right? me. Yes. Go the, on. the the number three <laughs> yeah. the the number three tackle on according to PFF, Mike Onwenu, fifth round draft pick. Ramondre Stevenson, who's tearing up the league, fourth round draft, fourth pick. Round draft pick. His counter pick, Damian Harris, third round draft pick. You know what I mean? Like it's where are they you, from again? What's that? Who are they from again? Well, well Andre Stevenson from Harris, Oklahoma. Stevens from Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Harris is from uh, Alabama. Okay. Uh, he takes Ronnie Perkins in the fourth round and just red shirts him for the year. Like he hasn't even he hasn't <laughs> he played a he hasn't played a snap yet. He's been inactive every game. Oh, that's great. But like, oh I'm, Perkins. Yeah, Perkins because mm-hmm. you know Dietrich Weiss is I think is a what a third round is he a second or a third round draft pick? Like. Yeah, and I, you know, it was that, it was that, it was two things. It was that, it was twofold. One, he likes volume, and he always used to be like, "Listen, okay, my system works. I know my system works. I can get a guy in here that can do that. I can, you know, get guys to fight over the position to try to do that. If you want to go shop your wares somewhere else, I'm not replacing your contract. That's why someone said the compensatory picks. That's where they come in. He's been a beast with that. He gets like two or three compensatory picks a year. He's like, okay, of a first, a second. Four thirds. <laughs> right. you know, I'll just play around with that. That's what I'm saying. And here's the other two things I've always known about Belichick. Mm. The Bills got blood, so that's where it started. Okay, that's where it started. And then they got Malloy. I'm like, I don't know about this. I don't know about this. I liked Malloy, but I'm like, anyone three, who's willing to give away, we love. I never, Malloy. I never wanted. Like, three you can look at our channels. Three. Well, look, Dion Branch. Dude, right when he, when he went to, to Seattle, away, I never wanted. But then if so, he takes a Bama guy, knowing how close him and Saban are, watch the out. So I was watching yeah. the 10. Woo. I was watching you know, the NFL top 10. And I was watching. It was the top 10 midseason trades. And I think number nine was Dion Branch when he got traded to uh, Seattle. And the guy, right. the, the one of the analysts goes, listen, if Bill Belichick is trying to sell you a bill of goods, you know what I mean? Like if you're call if he calls you because he's got a player, you gotta chill. Guys, I'm gonna drop you, I'm gonna drop you up for one second. Don't go anywhere. This hangout's gonna continue, but I just gotta wrap up the podcast here. So I appreciate everybody who's here. Nobody has to leave this. This will be going on. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to Talking Football with Ray on this Friday edition with the Patreon crew. I will be back on Monday. And hey, if you want to be a part of this, make sure that you sign up for Patreon. Uh, listen, 
Don't forget to check out all of my content all over the internet, YouTube, Twitter, Newsbreak, Patreon. Big news, hit 10,000 followers on Newsbreak today. In four months, I've already surpassed what I've ever done on YouTube over on Newsbreak. Big day for talking football with Ray. Find me on all the podcast networks, uh, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts. And of course, you can find my blogs and my podcast over at I'm not sure what that was. DeanBlundell.com. I'm going to call my, my the mothership. DeanBlundell.com. I'll be back Monday at 7.30. I hope you guys enjoy the games this weekend. Thanks to my sponsors over at Newsbreak. Make sure that you support the channel and the podcast by downloading that free link in the description. And make sure you come check out my exclusive content on Patreon, www.patreon.com slash Sports. Links are also in the threads and descriptions. No matter how you're watching or listening, make sure that you hit that like button. And if you haven't done it yet, follow me on Twitter. Subscribe on youtube subscribe on the podcast and until monday thanks for tuning in to talking football with ray and remember you're all legit kid I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network.